0: Welcome to Songwriter Trysts, an intimate podcast that interviews artists about the art of songwriting and find out more about the life behind the songs. I'm singer-songwriter Ray Lee, your host for this show. Music saved my life and I want to talk to other songwriters about the power of songwriting, talk about their journey and how they got to where they are today. This is a safe space to share stories, lessons and emotions, all the great things that build an amazing song. For more information on this podcast and the guests, visit songwritertrysts. dot <laughs> Okay, all right. Welcome to a songwriter tryst with Danny Balloon. Yay!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I only tried
0: that like twenty times. Really yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you got to you got to say it, and then you do the tea, like you're drinking tea at the same time, and. Do your kids get it? Is that how you teach it to the kids when you're teaching? No. I, so when I like ha- used to have like my own class all year, on the front door as everyone came in, I'd have it written as it's spelt and then the phonetic pronunciation below.
0: Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. and Tee-baloo. then
1: And then I'd also like slight fear tactic i'd be like so i don't think you know but or like just so you know if you can't say my name and spell it by Mm -hmm. the end of the year you have to repeat the grade so (laughs) (laughs) yeah like usually they'd like by the end of the day they're like we've memorized your name and i'm like awesome (laughs) that's good
0: yeah all right let's start here so i start all the podcast by getting you to say in your own words who are you and where do you come from
1: who am I? <laughs> it's a hard question. I, I don't I know. even know how to answer that question. And it changes every day. So. I know. I tend to get all way too deep about things as well. But Please um, go deep. I love deep. Yeah.
0: I love deep. You, the, the, this is one of those places where – you can share anything and like it's yeah. not um, censored by anything i try to keep it family friendly but like it, it's a safe space you yeah can talk about anything
1: yeah like, definitely Definitely. tell me you that. killed your
0: grandma and we'll talk about that but like no
1: <laughs> no my nanas amazing okay <laughs> good no. yeah
0: i mean i'll be concerned but <laughs> we can talk about it think of it as therapy it's just yeah. i'm gonna publish it anyway,
1: yeah perfectly with the chair as well yeah this is amazing like chair in here it's so good
0: tell <laughs> me how do you see yourself in this moment
1: <sighs> my purpose and where i always come from i always Always come. I always want all of my decisions to come from a place of love. So there's this beautiful quote, Wayne Dyer. He says, "What would love do?" And so I try to make most of my decisions around like that.
0: Is that like the "What would Jesus do?" But yeah, it's, just it's essentially yeah, do? that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's essentially. I used what to it have is. that bracelet when I was like a kid yeah. at youth camp. You know, church yeah, because and I
1: suppose it, it can like it's it's very humbling, and mm. also I I feel it also it helps you just act in the right way, mm. and then of also to be a service. Yeah. So like I, I'm a big yogi and like I'm a yoga teacher as, as well as mm. like a musician and I have a daily meditation practice and every day I meditate and I suppose I just I, – I how can I serve as my highest self? So how can I serve this world as my highest self? That's beautiful. So like as I was mentioning to you earlier, like I'm also a school teacher. So mm. I really – it's inter- like I've, I've tried to just re – align that this year so i've got more time to work on music because mm-hmm. i do feel really drawn to music and i suppose life has kept pulling me back to music as well yeah. i can i can contribute to this our society so well and so meaningfully yeah. through school and yeah. through Children like getting to work with kids the highest priority for me. yeah like. Yeah.
0: I, I personally could not do what you're doing. Like, yeah. I, I mean, and I have a lot of admiration for teachers and childcare workers because I have three children. And <laughs> if I had to spend more than the time that I do
1: with, with yeah. them, like, it's just. But I think, like, it, isn't each of us have like our own gifts to give yeah, to the world? And definitely. I suppose once you find that, and yeah, I, I really like working with children and kids, mm. children of all ages as well. At the mm. moment, I'm working with high school kids. Yeah. And actually, even Such today, like. Age. Had such a profound conversation. I was so impressed. These 15, 16, 17-year-olds are talking about meditation and things like that. Oh, I, I was it. like, wow, like, you guys are amazing. Like, no. I didn't even know about meditation when no, I was your neither age.
2: Neither did I. There was so much <laughs> pressure. Shine like glitter, but you cut like blaze. In this insane world, I only craved your pain. You took the weight off me. You took the weight off me As clear as glass Standing by the sea The love between the waves Was life of you and me You took the weight off me Oh, you took the weight off me And now you're gone I can finally breathe And now I'm feeling free Cause you took the weight off me because I've been relieved I never could foresee That the end was the key He, oh, you it off me
1: When did you write your... So my first ever song, Completely By Myself, was only a couple of years ago, but prior to that... I was you know, like a front woman of a band. So we, I'd write, I'd hear. What was the band called? The Super Love. It was oh. so much fun. Oh. I know. Yeah, it that like sounds funk really like soul. funky I was going to say that
0: sounds really sixties, like funky. <laughs> I
1: would wear these like epic like corduroy pink flares and dye my hair pink for the shows. It was, so, wow. it was so much fun. That actually sounds really cool. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, this, in the Super Love. Yeah, I'd kind of, I suppose I'd, I remember the first time I'd like decided, like, okay, I'm going to like sing you this song this is how it goes and I'm like I would rather literally stand in this room naked than do this right
0: now because it's your song yeah yeah and it was terrifying naked soul sister (laughs) (laughs) I I could never sing
1: for anyone like literally shoot me and then I was lucky they were super supportive and then like helped me along the way and yeah so that was I suppose very collaborative initially and I I couldn't play guitar or anything then so Mm. They'd be talking about scales and the key and I'm like obviously not the key, you open the door with <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So yeah, and then I I suppose they did come to a point where I was like, Oh, I, I knew I had to start stepping up for myself and become more independent mm-hmm. with my songwriting. When well, I wanted to as well. So I decided to learn guitar mm-hmm. and I kind of like truly committed to when I like when I turned twenty seven. So mm-hmm. Like that's I couldn't play. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that was the first time I actually could like play and sing.
2: A song. And that's challenging as well. Yeah.
1: Like that. And it still took me like a long time for, and then the following year I went to, I was, I'd planned a trip to Europe in 2019. It was awesome. Three months. And I had this goal. I'm like, I'm not going to take my guitar with me unless I can play and sing 50 songs before I go. Okay. And yeah, I like hit that goal. I like well worked really hard with my guitar teacher and got, I got, got me there and
0: were you busking around like and playing it or- i was
1: on Kentucky, and i just like oh okay i just felt like we'd spend a lot of times so like in the bus and like driving from city to city and that was kind of it was so cool like everyone would go to the truck stops or whatever and i'd just pull my guitar out and sit and play because i loved it yeah and Drog- yeah it was fun like yeah and I like, did my first ever open mic night in Budapest, actually, in Hungary. Wow. It was so cool. That's such a cool origin story. Just started in Budapest. I know. <laughs> on the, actually, and it makes it even cooler on the 50th anniversary of Woodstock as well. Oh,
2: shut I up. know. That's it was like,
1: amazing. <laughs> that's, oh, chill. I love the energy of that story. That's great. I know, it was like, oh, it was like, I remember just like I'd gone off by myself exploring and like found this open mic night by accident. I'm like, I th- originally thought it was a performance. This like chick was amazing. Mm. And the guy host got up and he's like, "Yeah, da da da." Like, "Thank you so much for supporting this open mic night." I'm like, "I'm bugger it. I'm just going to hit him up and see if I can play." Like, Yeah. It was kind of yeah, it was I really embraced, like, I suppose, the uncertainty and mm. of, like, traveling and just going, you know, I'm in a different place all the time. No one knows me. Like, yeah. hell, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Yeah, you never have to see
0: any of them ever again.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and got up and did it. And that was, like, I was so proud. I'm, like, that's the first time I, like, had performed by myself, like,
2: on well a stage done. in front
1: of people. And, yeah, and I'd started writing my first song by myself, like over in Europe, I was trying to figure it out mm. and I came back from Europe and got to go to a songwriting workshop mm-hmm. and there I like worked with a whole heap of artists and they helped me finish my song and literally it was it was a belief system thing I think because I kept telling myself like, I'm just a singer mm. and I didn't even see myself as like an artist or a musician or anything Yeah, and I – also after that, did my yoga teacher training. I've been yeah. really busy the last couple yeah. of years. Sounds great. I'm kind of like wishing I had that
0: life. I'd, l- I'd love to go and do my yoga training and I'd love to like go do a Katiki tour around <laughs> Europe for three months. Like,
1: it was really fun. When, you were tw- when
0: I was 27, I was pregnant with my third child.
1: Yeah. And it's funny. It's like it, I, I remember when I was younger, I, like I really thought by that age I'd have children and things like that. Really? But
0: I didn't. I feel like i've taken your life and i know taken did mine? we accidentally swap
1: lives
0: <laughs> we like <laughs> is this a freaky friday bus or something <laughs> and we were like switch because like i was not going to get the white picket fence story oh my that god was you not know, my plan that was all i
1: wanted <laughs> i was like i just remember thinking i was the biggest weirdo cause for like when i was like 17 18 because i'd never really had a boyfriend like where yeah. I had like a boyfriend, when I was like 16, I was too scared to even talk to him or like. Oh, yeah, it was we all so had that, awful. didn't we? <laughs> I know. You'd hold
0: hands, but not talk oh to him. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you talk through your friends
1: too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then just had like the worst communication skills ever. <laughs> and then, yeah, just like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I get a boyfriend? Like, but like, yeah, it's funny how it's all worked out. Yeah. But yeah, I suppose back to your actual question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Segways are fun. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, after that, it was kind of cool. in my yoga teacher training i was like oh like, it was kind of empowering so it's like yeah i, I can choose wh- whoever i want to be and mm. and i literally yeah i wrote my first song and then i just went on this like writing rampage like i wrote about 50 or 60 songs within the space of three or four months and it's Absolutely. been really awesome yeah that's so, awesome
0: yeah do you remember what your first one was <laughs> yeah it's
1: called lost boy
0: Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's about my ex boyfriend. <laughs> they all they tend to
0: always be about someone. Like
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I saw sometimes, like, I set out like consciously, I've got, didn't yeah. like want to write something about a certain topic or an idea. And mm. sometimes it just happens. Mm. But yeah. So it was kind of, I, it was so nice. I just finished it. It was like really late in my bedroom and I was like, yeah, I finished. And I'm like, it doesn't even matter, but yeah. I just, I achieved this goal that I'd had and something like I'd wanted to do. Yeah. And once I'd done the first one, it just, momentum's really powerful. You just, yeah. Well done. Keep going. <laughs> I
0: I like what you said about it being a mindset. And like, for me, I think that was the same thing. It's mm. like in our society, because it sounds like we probably grew up in a very similar society of schooling where, (laughs) you know, if you do arts, you get marked down and you're less likely to be able to get a job. And, you know, it's just it's not valued in our community. However, I I, I do see and I have seen online during COVID how the arts have started to get some attention around how important it is and how integrated it is into our entire lives. Mm. And yet we take it for granted, like fashion and music and movies and like everything we do, oh, everything we see is, is like an artist designed that, you know?
1: Yeah. It's so like, I'd almost, you could almost say like everything is art mm. because, and then it's just how we choose to perceive it. Like mm. you look out your window and like you can see a beautiful, le- or whatever you view you have, that's art as well. And like, you know, nature's a beautiful artist. Yeah. She doesn't follow any rules, so. It's
0: so inspirational. I get so mm. much inspiration. Are you like a, a rainforest type or bush person or are you a beach person? I like,
1: love a balance. Like, yeah. But I have to admit, so like when I was, like I was living near Tally Creek, right near Burley Headland and Beautiful. I have written so many songs walking around that headland mm. and that was, yeah, like often that's, when I, when I go walking, it would just like come, come to me straight away. So, and yeah, I. I I know I generally can sense it myself now and I'm like, you know, what? I need to go for a bushwalk and get really like into nature because mm. uh, I do spend a lot of time near the beach and I'm really like lucky for that.
0: That's lucky. Yeah. I was feeling too, I haven't been to the beach for a while and I was feeling today, I was like, you know, what? I just need to go to the beach. Yeah. But then, I'm a beach person. Like when I hear the waves, they just soothe me and like, I feel mm. like the sound of them, it's like the, the music of the ocean and it's so soothing. Yeah. So if I could capture that feeling and put it into <laughs> my music, like bottle it up and sell it, baby. No. <laughs> no. Yeah.
1: But it is It is like, well, like, you know, the ne- it scientifically like soothe you as well, like the negative iron effect from the r- waves crashing and rolling.
2: Mm. And,
1: yeah, actually like we can achieve the same thing who, if you breathe through your nose, like how the it's air like, spirals through. Yep. Yeah. um, The sinuses is like the negative iron effect, which is kind of cool. so.
0: Yeah. Wow, I'm learning so much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love doing yoga but I don't
0: do it enough. There's one lady who does it in my local area mm. at like five AM in the mornings. Yeah. Which is great. I just have to be able to get up at that time. I know. know. And not be interrupted by children, which happens every <laughs> night at my stage. Like every night one of the kids has a nightmare or something happens and
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I really I haven't d- flipped for eight years. Oh, I'm great. Oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wow. <laughs>
2: It's the way me. It's the way me. Oh,
0: Tell me a little bit more about what love means to you and where that drive to insert love into the it's world comes from.
1: So real love is like boundless and unconditional. Mm-hmm. And like I really want to emphasize that real love. Yeah. is. And I suppose Yeah, one thing. I've experienced in my life as well, and also I suppose definitely like witnessed being a teacher when we're when we're deluded by what love is. Mm. So, unfortunately, some people experience love on a conditional basis, but are told it's unconditional. Mm. So they have they enough. have the wrong view, mm. or they have the wrong understanding of love as a concept, because mm. real love is. Yeah, unconditional.
0: unconditional. When you love someone, you want the best for them, no yeah. matter what that means.
1: Yeah, like yeah. and yeah, it's like, it's like a really beautiful thing. Then you go, yeah, like I can love someone, and they can like be in my life or not in my life, and they can be exactly who they are, even if sometimes it hurts me or or makes me feel good. Like mm. that's what real love is. So I suppose, yeah, I think a lot of it's driven from, and I feel like that's been a big journey of mine as well. Like mm. I actually realizing what real love was because yeah. I, I feel for a lot of my life I felt it was very conditional and yeah it was not probably until yeah the last couple of years I probably like allowed myself to really love exactly who I was and also let other people love me exactly how I was mm. and
0: I love how you that, said allow others yeah to love
1: you because that that's a really big thing, I suppose, like it takes mm. a lot of vulnerability. Yeah, th- this is me. This is exactly how I am. And I'm I'm just gonna be how I am. So And that's not just okay, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the the perfect like the the beautiful paradox of our world and like the contradictions of life. Like yeah. imperfection is perfection. Yeah. Like yeah, or being perfect is imperfect, like, yeah. It's really, it's really interesting. So yeah, a lot of it's driven, I think probably from that journey Mm. and trying to like the whole process of unraveling to try and figure that out. Yeah.
0: When I was younger, I didn't know what the word psychology meant, Mm. but I grew up in a very Christian home that psychologists in my head were like witchcraft
2: or something (laughs) like it
0: was, you know, if you needed a psychologist, you had bad faith or something like that. And my Emotional intelligence was extremely low. Like I just had mm. none, for for a lot of reasons. It, but it really wasn't until I had children where I started to learn and go on that emotional intelligence journey mm. to learning what love is and what emotions are. And have you heard of the love circle with the all the emotions, the four emotions?
1: No, but I probably like what is it.
0: So yeah. it's like it's it's a chart that oh, I did it like this course. I can't remember what, where it was, but we were learning about love, and it's like there's the light side of emotions and the mm. dark side of emotions. and inside the circle is at the center is love. yeah, and on the outside is like darkness and shadow. And when, when we avoid our emotions or avoid something in our body, mm. that's where it tends to go. And so there's like four quadrants: happiness, sadness, fear. And anger, yeah, and like inside the circle in the light, when we when we love with that emotion, every single emotion is essential. Like with love, uh, happiness inside of love is like contentment, and like like yeah. what you talked about, you know, just loving yourself and being happy with that. And like with anger, which is often seen as like a really violent emotion mm. on the outside of love, it can be really violent and dangerous and and irrational, but. If it's inside of love, dr- that's where our drive and our passion comes from. Mm. Usually you don't do something unless you're angry about it and it creates passion and drive to yeah. make a change. And like same with fear, if we love you have courage and with sadness you have compassion. Mm. So like it for me I learnt that and just being more aware of like emotional intelligence and that I don't have to be happy all the time. It yeah. doesn't mean I'm not loving.
1: I think that's a beautiful – it's a beautiful thing when you realise, yeah, like – it's actually impossible to be happy all the time. Like emotions are a yeah. spectrum, just yeah. like the rainbow. Mm. And also, yeah. So you you want to experience all of them actually, because
2: mm.
1: also like we need duality to, you know, there's no night without day, mm. and like we need winter to know the bliss of summer. Like yeah. And you need so to feel again, the cold to know yeah. what it feels to be warm. Yeah. And it's actually a really beautiful thing. And also I suppose like learning to then see the beauty in the night and the beauty in the day.
0: Yeah. And, and the comparison.
1: Yeah. And like I suppose, yeah, it's, it's like can you enjoy it all? Can you enjoy it when mm. you're like going through the ringer and you're really challenged? Can you actually take a breath and go, okay, I know this is really hard but this is life like realigning me once more Mm. and so I have just made space for something that's supposed meant for me to come into my life now yeah
0: and that's beautiful that you're making space yeah because I think that's probably one of um society issues is that if we don't understand it we don't make space for it yeah I think if we just make space for it it could be amazing
1: yeah well that's like I, I think like I love how minimalism is being discussed more and more because, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, actually make space. When we make space in our lives, you actually allow something more beautiful to come in.
0: So true, and I find that with friends too. Yeah, I I lose a toxic friend, I always gain a really cool friend.
1: Yeah, it's It's weird. It's 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 everything. It's everything. (laughs) It's really beautiful, and because quite often that letting go seems like the hardest part, like to let. Because you know, I suppose even within our society, we're almost like trained on this sometimes scarcity like you gotta like gotta do that mm. otherwise it's gonna run out but there's like no it, it, there's always enough
0: emotional intelligence was the catalyst for my music and like I love putting those emotions mm. and the, and telling stories that share those light and dark emotions in the songs and
1: yeah no definitely it's like it's a beautiful and I think a lot of people connect with that mm. because you know
0: like a job isn't it to connect to people
1: yeah and also yeah it, 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 I suppose it, it probably brings some people solace because like oh wow someone else has felt that Mm. and it's not just me i'm not alone um other people have experienced that or like have felt that way and that brings comfort
0: well i i listened to your song wait off
1: yeah i was gonna i'm like please get the name right wait off (laughs) yeah and i
0: really connected to that i was wanting to ask you like what was the bringing of that song coming around.
1: So that was a song I was trying to put together through Europe and I finished at Starting Grounds, a songwriting workshop. Yeah. And yeah, so originally it was, I suppose it was a real realisation. I'm like, oh, I'd been so attached to like feeling I needed to fulfil society's expectations. Like Mm. I really, really wanted, like with my ex-partner we had a house and a dog, we were in a band together and like it just really seems like the logical step, the next logical step, was to get married and have children and things like that. But we all we weren't all, we weren't meant to be together either, right? Like I feel we were meant to come into each other's lives for a reason and then part ways. But people teach us stuff about ourselves, yeah. They? And I suppose it was like it was like feeling the relief of after that relationship ended. Of oh my gosh, like I was that that was making me miserable and I was suppressing it all mm. because I was so attached to what I wanted at the end and I'm when I'm really determined I'm really determined
0: <laughs> so am I <laughs> when what, I want something what sign are you? I,
1: are you? I'm a liberate. liberate
0: I'm a Pisces but I'm yeah I know I'm a dog with a bone <laughs>
1: yeah it's it's like kind of bad when I like like I know it's when I want something I'm like oh I'm going to get that.
0: <laughs> but learning to let go, and I yeah. I do love singing the song Let It Go, but learning to let go is a, is a skill, I think. It's something we yeah. all have to learn. It's yeah. not just something like you don't go, I'm really good at letting go and it's just a natural skill and talent. Like, yeah. That's,
1: I don't know. That's not something
0: I don't know anyone has ever said that.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's, it can, and it, it can be quite confronting because mm. like I suppose like at that time for me it was letting go a whole heap of identities that I'd put a lot of you I suppose
0: such a huge thing, isn't it? Yeah,
1: I put a lot of yeah, value on them, but mm. falsely so. Like mm. they, they weren't true. Mm. And I did know that deep down. I just didn't want to see it. So yeah, it was like, it was like, yeah, when you feel this weight roll off your shoulders and all of a sudden you're like, wow, <laughs> like this is Yeah. because it was like Why I'd was be, I carrying that for I so know, long? I know <laughs> that's it was like quite, yeah, it was like I had to definitely check myself. I'm like, wow, like. I really need to start like reflecting on myself way more often because look what I almost – like I was so – I wanted that goal so – or that end goal so badly.
2: Mm. I wasn't
1: even paying attention to how I was feeling.
2: Yeah. And
1: I was like that's – how I feel is way more important now. And then after that like so many beautiful things happened. Like I've mm. been wanting to go to Europe for so long. Yeah. Um, had the best time ever. like. Yeah did my yoga teacher training I took Mm. time off work and like and even I just discovered who I was and I realized who I was and then even yeah through that process finally like like started to love myself and and let yeah like I said allow people to love me as I was Mm. so yeah that song is really kind of a celebration of that yeah yeah ah I love it (laughs) that's so cool like
0: we all carry things and I think I can relate like I've definitely had those moments I think where I started my second life yeah where the weight of and the baggage that I was carrying for no good reason mm. just fell off Isn't and it I don't so even beautiful. know why it's like someone just came up and went that's gone thank you and yeah. I was like,
1: what and I think that's, actually that's the beauty of letting go as well mm. is it's hard but it's also you can do it so quickly but it has to be a conscious choice mm. and I suppose like I was explaining to someone today to let something go, though you have to hold it once more, Yeah. and that can be the really confronting thing. Yeah, um, like you've got to look at that right, dead on, straight in the eyes, hold it, and go, you know what? I make peace with this. I let this go now, so I can actually be free.
0: That's so good. Yeah, so Rather than um, just stabbing in the dark and hoping to fix it without,
1: yeah, actually
0: looking at something.
1: And I think that I feel that's that's the hardest part sometimes because mm. there's they can there's a lot of hurt for people to revisit and trauma and
0: mm.
1: and things we don't want to look at. Yeah, and like as soon as I, as soon as
0: I let go of my stuff, mm. more stuff comes up. And like
1: yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like
0: now there's like this one comes like oh okay now I've got to deal with this. But like yeah, you mentioned that you've done a few workshops. Have you done much co-writing?
1: A little bit, definitely. It's something I want to keep doing because every time I get to work with another artist. I learned something, mm. and I love learning. So yeah, I've done a little like, obviously, very collaboratively originally with my bands. What
0: happened to Ben? What happened to Power? Um,
1: yeah, it, Super Love. I it just again, I felt I know I definitely felt when I got back from Europe, something had shifted, mm. and and again, I like I love the saying like sometimes things and people and places come in for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. Yeah, and. I'm trying again I was trying to practice non-attachment like not Mm. clinging to things anymore because in a band you become so close like we were family Mm. we'd spend every single weekend together gigging like for hours rehearsing as well like writing Mm. music you 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 are a family you like love each other and um like I was really attached to that because I cared about everyone all the boys Mm. in the band but yeah when I kind of got back from my holiday and joined and we got back into gigging straight away and Mm. I was just like something's changed and I again tried to like ignore that and (laughs) then yeah and then you have to follow your intuition yeah yeah and then COVID happened Mm. and the boys are down like northern rivers area like Lennox and stuff and I'm on the Gold Coast so we couldn't physically catch up for a bit but Mm. also I'd kind of yeah, I, I kind of had sensed it and I, I just – I kind of put it out there to everyone. I'm like, guys, this is just feeling really hard. Like, yeah. it's not fun. Yeah. And I understand, you know – and you would know as well, like, gigs aren't always, like, fun the whole time. Sometimes you have those challenging moments mm. when stuff goes wrong and, like – I'm you, still a newbie, so yeah. I can't really speak. <laughs> Oh, like, they, they come up, like, you know, yeah. people are really drunk and say mean things or whatever. But, mm. like, uh, that happens, but, like, you know – you love it so much you take the good with the bad mm. but i i was just like no it was it wasn't like a bad gig or a bad month it was like this is it was just feeling strained and yeah so i kind of yeah we i just put it to them and everyone everyone i think needed a break anyway yeah and i just said look let's just let it be what it's going to be i don't want to force anything and and also around around that time as well, like I'd been writing heaps by myself and I'd yeah. started to bring songs that I'd been writing by myself to the band. Mm. And I was also starting to sense like, oh, I, I found actually my own style, like my own sound. Yeah. And it's different to the super love. So, yeah, yeah I kind of, yeah, just. How you evolve. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, yeah, it was just the next step. And also, you know, I'd love to get together and jam with the boys again one time i'm sure it will happen yeah. i don't know when but yeah
0: i was in a band in melbourne for a good year we rehearsed yeah we recorded like an entire album awesome. it sounded
1: great it was like this
0: blues rock fusion type sound it was so much fun and then we finally got to the point where we started doing a few gigs a couple of open mics yeah I did maybe three broke up because yeah. they wanted a hardcore rock band and that was so set on that goal No, like arguments over month. like just lots of stuff came out as soon as we started things yeah. to the point that it was like yeah this isn't this isn't gonna work but it's still for mm. that season i before i met them i would not sing in public yeah. i wouldn't sing in front of anyone
1: perhaps that was like i feel like all of you probably came into each other's lives to, to achieve something else and everyone's yeah. gone their own different ways and it was meaningful for everyone but in a different way. I I yeah. believe
0: so. And, like, I even had a book of songs that mm. were, like, my diary songs. Yeah. And I lost it right before ah. I started this band. And it was so frustrating. I remember being so angry. I'm like, I wish I had because I know, like, I have these songs that I love mm. that have, you know, got me through my teenage years. And um, couldn't find it for the life of me. I was so devastated. But I was like, oh, I'll well, just move on, write new songs. And like a month after everything hit the fan and we broke yeah, up, my mum called me and she's like, hey, I've just found this book and I think it's one of your songwriting. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I realised because we wrote a bunch of songs that I can't touch now because there was no agreements or yeah. whatever and they, they're just in the drain. Like no one will ever hear them and it's so sad because they're, now that I'm making music professionally I realise how good it was yeah. and how beautiful it would be to have it in the world. But if I had a use my songs in those moments I wouldn't be able to use them now you know and like that would have been really devastating it was like yeah. I had this guardian angel just keeping my songs yeah. safe for me I, I
1: think I often think like yeah sometimes yeah definitely there's exactly. the other yeah. forces in play the world doesn't always give you what you want
0: but it'll always give you what you need yeah. I reckon that's my theory and then you just don't have to worry about anything
1: okay so but yeah co-writing <laughs> yeah, <sorry>. yeah co-writing <laughs> That was kind of on topic though. Our segue, we did it. Yeah. yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've. So I, I wait off was quite collaborative, and mm-hmm. I've got a whole heap of other songs I'm releasing this year as well, which I worked with like a Gold Coast producer. Who did you on. work with? I saw Tim Goodburn. Yeah, okay. at Big Note Studios. He's really awesome. Yeah,
0: I've heard of Big Note. I haven't been there though. Yeah. So you, you had yeah. a good experience.
1: Yeah, really good. Great. Really good. And then I've also like, my boyfriend's a musician, so we. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm just like mucking around, and we'll end up ro- finishing the song together, which was really awesome. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so
0: yeah. And you've done some workshops um, with co-writing and that yeah. sort of stuff. What's the best advice that you think you've ever been given to date for when it comes to your music?
1: Yeah, like a real game changer for my life. Actually, yeah, was just I decided to just live by what love would what would love do. Mm. Or well, like I have this beautiful friend who I met through my yoga teacher training and she's just the most incredible woman and so inspiring. And I just remember just being in awe of how I was like, wow, she is just such an amazing person. Mm. And I used to like say in my head, like, what would Nat do? Mm. What would Nat do? <laughs> and i do that. And then it was funny. I, I Then I realized at one stage, I'm like, oh, that's what would love do. Because yeah. like Nat is just love. She's just like the human manifestation of it, She's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's great. Um, so I think that's that's it.
0: We need inspirational people in our lives to show us what's possible. Yeah. You know, people and, to look up to. Yeah. In that way.
1: Yeah, I think so. Definitely.
0: It was on my vision board, yeah, you know, like, for so many done. years.
1: <laughs> Finally <laughs> done. Yay. Like I have a CD. And even
0: though, I mean, like we're in an era where no one wants CDs anymore. But like people are still buying them out CD of like though. niceness. <laughs> <laughs> my parents bought one. But it's like. Yeah, if if I if I wasn't having fun now, like and, and just enjoying being in the studio and trying, picking up the guitar, writing the song, talking yeah. to people and like just God, all of this is delicious. Like I'm just yeah. I feel like I'm sitting down at a feast and I'm just enjoying each course. I'm not waiting for dessert and I'm not just I'm not just eating like a horrible meal, hoping that I get to dessert, because if I if the meal's horrible I guarantee the cook is the same cook that made your main meal that was going to make the dessert. <laughs> so, like, you know, it's going to be whatever it is in the moment. Yeah, it's going to, yeah. it's going to end that way. And yeah, gosh, you make me talk about the weirdest stuff. It's like, <laughs> all your fault. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: I'll, I'll, I'll I'll like much back. better than this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Wow. So, back to music. But see, like, <laughs> me, like how can it's, you say music, like, music's such a huge thing? Like how it's and also I suppose like every single song that any of us love, like has been inspired by something.
0: Yeah. If you could co write a song with anyone in the world, living Mm. or dead, who would it be
1: and why? The first one who jumped into my mind was Aretha Franklin.
0: (gasps) Uh, I know I've literally just been like learning her songs and listening to her stuff all day. I don't even know why. I haven't heard of like thought of her for ages.
1: Yeah, as like a kid. Yeah. So I didn't actually listen to a lot of Aretha, but I was obsessed with Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Okay. And I wanted to be Christina Aguilera, yeah, and too. I was like a little bit devastated when I couldn't. Like I would try hit those notes so hard. <laughs> I it hit sometimes I'd like fully pull it off, and I, I think like, she has like mutated lungs or something.
0: Like I mean, in a good way. Like, oh yeah. You
1: know? <laughs> oh yeah. She's like the far lap of singing, but yeah. But yeah. So like, and then I just like obviously a lot of Christinas like. Influence. Um, influences are these incredible women like, mm. yeah, Aretha Franklin. Gosh, she's yeah, incredible. Like,
0: isn't? Oh, she inspires me. Yeah. Mm. And I
1: suppose like, and Nora Jones also popped up. Like I love Nora mm. Jones and Alicia Keys. And, and I love Dolly Parton so much. Mm, like I just would lo- like life goal to get a hug from Dolly Parton. One of my goals is, is to speak to that would be the best hug in the world. Yeah.
0: I want I want a virtual conversation hug. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: just because like I feel like everything that comes out of her mouth is like just pure She's
1: a blonde buddha. She is blonde buddha. Well, I mean I don't even know if
0: anyone really knows what color her hair is because I don't think anyone's ever seen her without a wig on, but <laughs> sh- I don't care what she looks like. Just her heart breeds. I know she's pure such a kind person. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And to be able to – I think one of my biggest things that I aspire to do is there's a saying to never grow weary of doing good. Mm. And sometimes, especially for me, if I don't take care of myself and I'm avoiding stuff,
2: yeah,
0: I can get tired of doing uh, the right thing. You know, and I think everyone gets yeah. to that point. But like she's been doing what she's been doing and what she's doing is such a good thing with her art for such a long time. That's yeah. so inspirational to me.
1: I feel as well like like music can be is a very symbiotic relationship like I just know there's been times when I've rocked up to do gigs and I've just felt so drained and so flat Mm. and like this one time in particular I was just like I was flogged from the day and I'm like oh my gosh I've got to go to this gig now and but it was so funny performing and actually like recharged me and it's because this like yeah I'm giving my all I'm like my heart and soul goes into singing. Yeah. But then the most beautiful thing is everyone receives that and sends it straight back to you. So oh, it fills my cup too. Yeah. I, and, I don't even have to
0: be performing actually. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: And that's like, I suppose, like you look at, like you said, someone amazing, all these incredible people who are contributing to the world in a beautiful mm. way. And like Jolly Parton's a great example. She's mm. continuously getting this amazing love back from, mm. and she, that's not why she does all these beautiful mm-hmm. things. It's because it's the right thing to do. But – she gets sustained by that Mm. and I think that's the most beautiful thing as well about giving when it comes from like the purest place is it completely sustains you yeah well, i
0: love what you're doing and i love that you're giving back through your music because you have a <laughs> funny voice <laughs> and like your guitar is coming in and your your songs are really cool so i'm really excited to
1: like <laughs> i'm so excited thank you, thank you and like share
0: your songs and i'll put all your links in any way people can follow you all the ones that work <laughs> in, the, in the blog and you'll become a part of the Songwriter Trist family with all the artists <laughs> from wherever that wants to join um can you tell me what you are doing next or how like how people should connect with you.
1: Yeah. So on the, the like socials, Facebook, Instagram. And so this year's going to be a lot of releases. Mm-hmm. And also I suppose and there's going to be a show. I just don't know what it looks like yet. But yeah, I suppose this year as well I wanted to stop like saying I'm going to do things and just do things. Yeah. So I'm really – Yeah. Because, you know <laughs> – just do it. Yeah, I know. A <laughs> Little less conversation. Yeah. little more action. <laughs> Elvis said it. It was cool. Yeah. So, and yeah. So that's definitely going to happen. I, I just I just don't know what it looks like yet. We'll mm, work also, it out. Yeah. It's it's. I just know it's all going to work out. So. Yeah. At the moment, I have three more songs are already all ready to go. It's just, as you know, like you know, getting all the digital marketing stuff, like your single artwork, and I love. I've got such clear visions for my film clips. Oh, so that's I, good. I had no idea what uh, doing. I'm doing. i like Actually, so excited about them all. <laughs> my first
0: music video was literally just me jumping around on that bed and hey, singing guitar. It's Simple is like, awesome though. It
1: was a really, really good
0: producer. It made it look great. Yeah.
1: Like <laughs> and, and it's going to be like, yeah, I just have yeah really clear visions for the next three songs and exactly what I want for the, the music videos. That's great. So I want to have fun making those and just be, like enjoying it as an art mm. form. Yeah. Like that's, I think, yeah. I suppose, yeah, the biggest thing for me with all of these releases and everything happening this year is, again, approach it with the right intention. Like, Mm. this is coming from a place of love. um, And it's just like me giving my art to the world to enjoy. Mm. So, and from, yeah, just from a giving mindset, like, this is what I get to do. And how lucky are we that we get to do this as well? Like, I often, like, think, yeah, we are so so lucky that mm. we're in yeah, other parts in the world, especially with COVID and things mm. right now who don't have the same liberties that we do yeah. in Australia right now. Even the fact that like how fortunate am I that I can afford to go like record my music yeah. and like, yeah, Being an play in the artist, creative space. Like, <laughs> it's, it's never
0: been easier to write a song and release it. Yeah. Like just – Put like you can literally 20 bucks, chuck it up on Spotify. And I mean, obviously, if you want to do it better, you probably need to get someone to help you produce it. It costs money, but like that sort of stuff. Like 30 years ago, you needed to get a record label and you got to get CD prints and then you got to get stores to sell it. And like it was such a like that was competitive, not writing songs, but getting the the deals with the big people who had all the monopoly. That was Mm -hmm. and now it's like it's not competitive. You want to do it? Do it. Yeah. Just YouTube it. Go do a course. Ask <laughs> ask one of us how we do it. I, mean, like,
1: I know. Right? Do
0: yeah. it. You know, there's no competition. It's just. And that's. It's, and it's, I know.
1: That's the thing. I suppose it's like yeah. See, like how awesome it is. Like we mm. get to do this. It's so accessible. Yeah. Sure, there's amazing. still
0: record deals out there. Like I mean. Yeah. And if if they think that your music is gonna appeal to the masses and yeah. they'll back you for it, but. I don't know. Yeah. Enjoy the journey. You yeah. that's, be great. that's a, like, You're great. I was just saying, yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> and embrace it all because this is never going to happen again. Yeah. Like this. So, yeah. I just want to enjoy it all. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much
1: for coming. Um, is there you. anything else you would like to say? Thank you We've so much forever. for having, <laughs> having me. I really appreciate it. Like, I'm really grateful for the opportunity. So. I'm grateful for your time. And it's, <laughs> it's lovely to get to know thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks for joining our Songwriter Trist today. To join the family and keep up to date with future podcasts, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter. Please leave a review and subscribe. To support the podcast or contact me or our guest. please go to the website, songwritertrists.com.